Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. I'm on my Twitch stream. Welcome to episode 214 of the After Lodge podcast. Straight out of the fine city of Dallas once again. Uh, this is After Lodge Harlan. Uh, curiously reading the sidebar in our YouTube chat channel where everyone's talking about lube. Now uh, is not a good time to do that. <laughs> yeah, I that. Um, so God tonight, damn it, I need to fire that up so I can read that. That's good entertainment. We're, we're joined tonight by worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening, gentlemen. And uh, Sir John, the man, the myth, the legend, and his crown royal. A slippery evening to you all. <laughs> he says. I sure hope so. Uh, we have Jeff, who is not eating dinner tonight because I'm going to be eating dinner on the show. Yep. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> and of course, uh, as I mentioned a couple shows back, uh, Scotty from the block called me to air some grievances about some incorrect publications we made on the show. So uh, Scotty's here tonight. What's up, Scotty? Hey, guys. What's happening? And... Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Nick is off trying to figure out how to make Oreos with ramen noodles or something because, you know, wife with child. So this is it. This is the whole crew. Uh, y'all just miss Brother Mike. He, uh, not Brother Squared, but uh, Mike the Cop down here in Dallas. Uh, he jumped on to uh, let me know he's looking for me. Uh, we like to play cat and mouse while I'm down here. So, you know, that Mike the Cop stuff. There's actually a Mike the Cop out there. Yes, there is. He's hilarious. Oh, I hadn't heard of this. Yeah, it's a YouTube channel and everything else. The guy's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure his department hates what he does. I think they support him, and uh, he has another podcast called Off the Cuff. It's kind of neat. I wanted wrong departments. I wanted to start the show this evening by asking, what in the hell is happening? Um, I am in Dallas, Texas, and I am freezing my gonads off. Um, glad you're not at home. Well, yeah, Pennsylvania is pretty cold this time of year normally. Yeah. But, uh, when I got off the plane and it was 30 degrees in in Texas, I was not expecting that, and it's still cold. <laughs> and uh, it back. when I was here last month, and I'm, I'm starting to think it's me. Um, I'm just never going to see the warmth of the South again. Um, yeah, I did not make it to Lodge like I planned. Uh, I was going to go visit some brothers in Fort Worth for an inter-apprentice degree. Uh, that didn't happen, so I went to old Chicago to drown my sorrows. And I uh, ran into a couple couple guys from uh, Prince Hall Grand Lodge, not in Texas. 
And uh, turns out they're like big airline executives. So I got to drink with those guys and learn all kinds of juicy inside stuff about the airlines. Because masonry is good for that. We've got nerds of all sorts. we got legal nerds and propane nerds and logistics nerds, top nerds. And now apparently, you know, airline nerds. So every kind of nerd. Yes. Yeah. My favorite kinds. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I maxed out my my daily food allowance on beer, and uh, <laughs> sounds about right. Had a good evening. So beer is food. Hashtag beer is food from that uh, that tax campaign we were doing a while back. Hmm. Lost that, by the way. We tax beer now. Um. <laughs> Oh my God! Who's Sorry to everybody. Silence your phone. Your shit down, please. It's like fourteen times every time somebody sends a message. Mine's silenced. So besides, it was me that sent the message. <laughs> um, the chanting wasn't me actually. I, I turned all that off. I am uh, studying up for the big Scottish Rite reunion this weekend. Um. It's kind of rough because it's an inordinately long part, and I am cramming it. And I may not even end up doing it because I'm just being a fill-in in case uh, the guy who's supposed to do it can't make it. Cramming, you say? Uh, yeah, that's the only way to describe it. Right. The aforementioned lube. <laughs> no, that that's later when I when I meet up with Mike. Um, yeah, well, after the conversation we had prior to the show. Yeah, that's uh, a yeah. awkward. I come down here and we have our uh, special brother bonding time. Um, Just try to relax. Yes. He's into it. <laughs> he tells me about me. He reads me my rights while we uh, while we engage in educational sessions. Just take it slow. <laughs> Eeny meeny miny mo. I wonder where my glove will go. Chocolate <laughs> <laughs> uh, rolled right off your tongue. Have you said that before? That's actually from the movie uh, Kung Pao Enter the Fist. So I'm uh, take credit for it. Of course. I'm just going to write that down as another John ism. <laughs> this is a great movie, though. Betty, isn't that a girl's name? Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm gonna watch that movie now. All of my my Samuel L. Jackson rants on our uh, on our Google chat is uh, because I got to watch snakes on a plane on the plane. Uh, that was an interesting experience. <laughs> Isn't that like watching uh, Titanic on a boat or watching Jaws sort of. in the lake? Yeah, but you know the the plane lands okay in the end, uh, and it has lots of Samuel L. Jackson. Hey, spoiler alert. Right? I mean, come on, Harlan. Damn. I haven't seen that 15-year-old movie yet. Well, sorry. My apologies. <laughs> I'll go back and insert a spoiler alert. Here's another spoiler. There's a lot of motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No paid cable. <laughs> oh. So, uh... Wow, that movie really is almost 15 years old. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> because you're all... Tragically old. Um, I learned that over and over again every day when I make a reference to something that I assume everybody has seen or knows about, and then like people who are you know <laughs> years old look at me like I'm from another planet. And I'm right? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> You've never heard of this movie because you suck. 
Hey, the first time I was in a group of people and started doing the Bueller, Bueller, and got absolutely no response but confusion. <laughs> I got zero response from the people I work with when I told them that Stan Lee passed away. Zero response. Well, Master. Yeah. That is uh, that is quite a tragedy. Um, it is. Yes. Should have opened that up. Should have opened the show with that. Yeah. Need to book in the show with various uh, Marvel character themes. Yeah. Was uh was was Stan Lee, you know, one of those uh bricklayers? I, I actually don't know. I don't think he was. I, I've never no. heard that he is, but I don't know. I kinda wanna believe that he uh, he was. Uh no. I just can't <laughs> see it. So um the list of Freemasons on Wikipedia which is the clearing source of all things factual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course it is. No, there's a People don't lie on the internet. It, it, it is for anybody who wants so. to prove their point. Frederick Hold Stanley. on. This Wikipedia article in, doesn't su- support my idea. Google. I'm going to edit it. I typed into Google. It's, was Stan Lee a Mason? And yeah, the top and the first one two responses are conspiracy sites. Stan Lee exposed. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> was he Illuminati also? And you don't want us exposing ourselves. Three to find <laughs> dedicated to exposing the cabal, those who govern from the shadows, the invisible empire operated by the numbers on the daily. Stan Lee and Marvel Comics, Zionists in disguise. <laughs> okay, well, Disney owns Marvel now, and they do run the world, so like it's not even in the shadows. <laughs> and, Walt, and Walt was a mason. Right. Yep. Was he? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You bet your ass. I thought he was friendly, but I didn't think he was full blown. Oh no. Oh no, he's crazy. Oh no. He he was he was what one of us. Did he belong to. So so the first comment on this conspiracy side is very informative. That uh, Stan, guy. Stan Lee was not born Stan Lee. He was born Stanley Martin Lieber, a Jew. He was born December twenty eighth, nineteen twenty two. Emphasis on the master year of twenty two. Stan Lee equals one plus two plus one plus five plus three plus five plus five equals. 20, oh God, numerology! Are you killing, kidding me? So the thirty-three is in there. <laughs> take a look at the mindset that is programming, and this is all an Illuminati conspiracy. So Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> Betty White was born in twenty-two. So it was uh, Christopher Lee. Yes. Wait, Christopher Lee is. Dang, I didn't know he was that old. Yeah. Well, he, he ain't that old anymore because he's dead. Well, but yes, I'm aware. <laughs> he was a vampire for a little while, so I assume that took some years off his life. Yeah. He was also in a metal band. I assume that took more off. I just love. Uh... Yeah, but that was like the last two years he was alive. He was in a metal band. How he's bad still is alive. that? That's true. Yeah, but I think uh, I just hope that uh, the whole direction of Marvel doesn't go south now that he's gone. Now I know he hasn't well, really had control. Yeah, but, he's not had a controlling hand in Marvel for a long time. He's but he's even always said been executive. He's always been like an executive, like producer or something. Somewhere. Executive producer basically just means we don't want you whining and bitching, so we're going to put your name in the credits. Well, he deserves. <laughs> he deserves. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It means he had some level of veto power, so I right. can only imagine all of the incredibly stupid ideas that other producers wanted to push, and he put the kibosh on. 
then again, his daughter, his daughter said that they came up with a, the last superhero he came up with was Dirt Man. Yes. Yeah. Also, um, Scotty, every time you're on the show, I continue to be perplexed by the fact that you have a Guy Fox mask hanging on a Superman cape. <laughs> your opposing ideals. Yeah. Not really. Um, yes. Yes, they are. In the American way, I don't think was the the, the mantra. Have you played Injustice? Uh, I have not. I I have children. Oh, well, I wait don't, a minute. Now, wait, 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 wait. No, I will actually. You said the American way, and that sparked the idea of my head of Superman stood for the American ideals, and Guy Fox wanted to blow up Parliament. What's more American than wanting to blow up British? That's well, true. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you're Irish. Touche, John. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I will allow it. Survey says. <laughs> I can be convinced. So the I, thing I, is, is that I feel like both characters stand for freedom. I would argue that. Is literal opposite ends. Not really. <laughs> like they, they have a very similar, if not, well, no, not the same. They have a similar goal, but the way they go about it is 100% opposite. Yeah. Superman is all about, like, be who you are, show your face to the world, have everybody see these works you do, and Anonymous <laughs> is obviously... Guy Fox is a mask. But he's also, he, Superman's he also it. best friends with Batman, and Batman wears a mask, so he still at least approves. What in the shit does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Whoa. Superman's also the worst superhero. Yeah, first of all, let's so. get this. Yes, first of all, we have to, we have to yeah, throw I'm, I'm sorry, that Scott, DC you'll, sucks. You'll find no Superman supporters here. But yeah, first DC all, does suck, but they do have a few good characters. <laughs> how dare you all? I'm not going to say DC sucks, but I'm not, I am I'm twice. no fan of Superman. Um, yeah, I obviously am. And instead of doing something clever, let's just give him everything. Hey, exactly. you want to? You want to? There, there is one good Superman comic. Scotty has a hand on the Death wall. Death of Superman. The one where he dies. I, I've got two of them. <laughs> oh, you got the white and the black. Touche. Yep. Um, I, I think that uh, the DC uh, movies need a lot of help, except for Wonder Woman, and the you Wonder think? Woman's movies are fantastic. Um, <laughs> they try to be like Marvel too fast. Here's the thing: is I wasn't referring to the movies. I was just referring to DC in general. But yeah, okay. unless, unless it's Vertigo, forget it. Also, the last three Batman movies were phenomenal. They're yeah. like oh, yeah. as good as superhero movies can get. Yeah. Yep. Dark Knight trilogy was good. Dark Knight was good. Oh, yeah. Batfleck can kiss my Irish ass. I actually like <laughs> Batfleck. I, it didn't bother me at all. I like the... Um, no, the fight, he the sucked fight as scene. Daredevil. I'm not gonna. No, that, the, that doesn't have any. So, like, he was great in that fight scene where he's saving uh, Martha Kent. All right, all right, hold, hold on, guys. Scott, how do you feel about Suicide Squad? That was garbage. Hmm. Okay. That was garbage town because they needed the Joker to be the bad guy. No, no, they didn't. Because yeah, the Joker the was an overhyped bad guy. Doesn't matter. The Enchantress was a horrible bad guy because all these other ba- uh, like the Suicide Squad themselves were based in like either they were either scientific mishaps or they were they had special abilities or skills, but they weren't like magical. None of them. 
And Harley Quinn was just a psychopath. Right, right. But she had skills, though, right? She was a yeah. fighter. She do all that. Right. Her, they her skills ranked her about double D. <laughs> well, God, but, yeah, tons of skills. But my point is, my point is, is that uh, they needed a villain that they could use their skills to fight, to gauge their power. Fighting an enchantress was dumb. Well, it's just, DC's got the lamest villains. I'm sorry. They do. Oh, okay, so hold on. So explain to me how that's different than any other superhero movie. Specifically what you just said. Me? Yeah. Like what? Like what? I don't understand the question. You just said they needed her to be the bad guy so they could use their powers to gauge their powers or whatever. So a superhero is only as good as his villain. And the reason why I say Lex Luthor always keeps popping up for Superman is because... Okay, hold on, but they were, they were all villains. That's, yeah, that they're was, not... Well, they were anti-heroes. Yes. No, Deadpool's an anti-hero. Yes. Well, Harley Quinn's an anti-hero because she was on the outs of the Joker. See. And, and do, you, do, you, do you think she was reformed after that movie? Do you think she went back to church and helping old ladies cross the street and... She didn't Tired. do that to begin with. That's my point. Okay, do you think she went back to her psychology practice? To stop no. the world from being destroyed. She's still a bad Wait, guy. She had a psychology practice? Yes. Sorry, I'm, I'm not up on the... On well, the, yeah, Harley I don't Quinn know if was, she had her own practice, but she was a psychologist for um, well, Arkham. That's yeah. how she met the Joker. Such a cliche, toxic relationship. Right. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, what your question is is that uh, the, the Suicide Squad is about anti-heroes because they all were flawed in their own little way, and they were all out for themselves. But at the end of the day, they did what was right. And for for the record, Harlan Harley Quinn was done right in the comics. She was demolished in the Suicide Squad movie. Like that's th- those aren't even comparable. I think like Chinese food tastes like salmonella. By the way. Mm. Yeah. Already? Oh yeah. So going back to Stan Lee, I saw something. I think it was on Reddit. There's two really good ideas I've seen for how to continue the cameo tradition. The first one is to actually roll Deadpool into an official portion of the MCU, is having him having the next Stan Lee cameo actually be Deadpool in a wig with the sunglasses and a mustache. <laughs> and the other one is just to I make sure that, that there is a distinct picture of Stan Lee in every movie like they did with the um, the uh, I think it was in Daredevil there's a picture of like the officer of the month and yeah. the background and it's actually Stan yep they need to do one of those he'll he'll be in there somewhere and they have his complete digital likeness too so it'll be the, fun. The, the only way I want that is if they actually have some sort of um Send off proper send off for him in some way. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, I actually did have some uh, Masonic stuff to talk about. If y'all wanted to talk about it, don't ever do that on this show. Yeah, would we not do yeah. that? <laughs> well, Scotty, you did have a rebuttal you wanted to make. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, this was going to be Festus, wasn't it, with the uh, airing of the grievances and. Well, it's not really an air, a grievance. Uh, just a um, so your uh, master over there at your after lodge lodge uh, 
texted me to get on for uh, it was a couple weeks ago, I think, for uh, mm-hmm. the show. And I said, "Sorry, still in lodge." Now, yes, I am the master of that lodge, but I just want to let everyone know that I was able to text back because the Amen Past Bastard Society over there decided that they wanted to have an argument about making a plaque either bronze or made of granite. Oh, for fuck's sake. That went on for 20 to 30 minutes. Hold on. Is this in regards to the past masters, the previous past masters, the ones who are not being displayed? No, no, no. This is all about just putting a a dedication on our new flagpole. To whom? (laughs) To the past masters. To To whom? No, it was to, to whom to the veterans. <laughs> to what they, veterans? The argument. The past masters. The past masters well, were arguing. Granite. We just can't say well, the argument was is that like we're afraid bronze would get stolen or copper would get stolen. So they're oh. talking about making it granite. Anyway, the argument doesn't matter. It was frivolous, and I had to gavel some guys down. So. Well, knowing Scott, your lodge, yeah, I'm sure you did. But Scotty, you have my full sympathy at my mother lodge, where I wasn't a master. Thank God. We had a hour and a half discussion because we had two older brothers in there that we were we affectionately referred to as Statler and Waldorf. Mm-hmm. Those that don't know, for those that are listening and don't know, Statler and Waldorf are the two old Muppets that sit mm-hmm. in the booth. They argue for an hour and a half back and forth on whether our repurchase of new aprons should be real or synthetic lambskin and then once that was decided there had to be an argument on whether the cord should be white or blue right and uh you know those two guys are probably saying things along the lines you know what the best thing about this launch is what it's closing Mm. (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah um we had that going on so yes i was able to text back but um, I would have been here to discuss Grand Lodge proceedings because I am um, I've been brought into the fold, if you will. Oh, you poor bastard. Well, when a very famous. You're fired. <clears throat> Kansas. Kansas. Mason comes up and hands you a business card. You say, what are you doing in my state? Right. I didn't know there were any famous, very famous Masons from Kansas. Well, he's an author. From Kansas? Yes. Dude, you're, yeah, you're going to have to send me on Facebook because I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, what, what kind of... You say, you say very famous. Now, there's a sliding scale to this. I got a business card. Hold on. I've got business no, cards. Stop. What the hell are you? What? Just send it to me on Facebook. Where, if it's known where he's from, the Masons that do that podcast from Kansas will be outed. Yeah, no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm trying to think of a way. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out like sliding scale because you said super famous or whatever. I think like, you know. Tom Hanks, or like no, Eisenhower, or guys not, of like no, large cannon no. caliber. Still, Authors. anyway, fraternally um, <laughs> famous is the phrase you're looking for. Fraternally famous. Fraternal, yeah, fraternally famous. Okay, 
There we go. Um, but I was on the right side of history with the. Uh, can we talk about that vote? Are we allowed to talk about that vote? <laughs> yeah. Talk about what vote? The EAs. The, the, yeah, the EAs and the Philocrafts. Oh, um, sure. I, I we've ranted about that enough on the show. Everybody well, knows that Pennsylvania requires business to be done on the Master Mason degree. Oh, that right. whole horse hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I got back to my lodge and discussed, uh, because, of course, I stood up and spoke. And um, I got back to my lodge, and someone pulled me aside, and he happened to be one of my officers. And I'm not going to say who, and let's just say I didn't pick him. Um, <laughs> that tells me who. Yeah. Uh, he said... Now, see here, you're supposed to vote in the way the Lodge wants you to vote. Now, don't go embarrassing yourself or the Lodge. And I was like... Did he really say it like that? With yeah, the and I, did, I did my very best impersonation of this individual. I mean, he's not wrong. If you're talking about who I think you're talking about... But yeah, well, see, he's not wrong. You really should vote the way the Lodge would want. I asked them... But, I asked them if they wanted to go over all of the stuff to vote on the meeting before Grand Lodge, and guess what they said? I nope. go over it anyway. Yeah, you 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 control the what happens in the lodge. That's why they give you that fancy hat and the gavel, or in your case, the newsboy cap. In your yep. case, you did the right thing, Scotty. I know I did. Uh, oh, so yeah. so when did Foghorn Leghorn become a Mason? That's my question. Dude, have you ever been to Kansas? Oh, There's a ton of those guys around here. <laughs> well, yeah. Listen to me when I'm talking to you, boy. Hell, we had a bit, we had a brother that made a, a empire out of fried chicken. So I mean, uh, all right, just say. But, but anyways, oh yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, my uncle looked a lot like him. Wore had white hair and the the white goatee, and wore the Popeye Whatever kind of tie that was, really for the longest off. time, I thought he was Colonel. So I I'm actually getting to the point now in my mastership where I've only got, what, th three technical meetings left? Two and a half. Two and a half. Now, what's two and a half? No, they, they do their installations in uh, January. Oh. Uh, I don't know if don't we you? are. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that now that we merged, we're doing... Because mm. um, last year we did what? the day after Christmas, which was horrible. Well, what are the your day after? Why not, why not do it on St. John's Day? I don't know. That's a terrible idea. What do oh, your well bylaws say? Our bylaws say nothing. I have they to be say nothing about installation at all. You have to be installed before the first meeting of the new year. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. That that's saying something then, not nothing. But. Well, I can go pull my bylaws up. I just actually no, like you just said it. That's fine. That's all I was asking. <laughs> yeah, we don't. You just said your bylaws citation. say nothing, and then you said you have <laughs> to be installed. So they say we have to be installed by the first of the year. Wait, it's which funny. guy? Which guy in this podcast is the attorney? Because I'm starting to get confused. Not me. Well, it's funny you should bring up the bylaws on the account of. Uh, oh God, we haven't followed bylaws rules for installation in a very long time. Yeah. Saturday's We're getting ready. Fun. Uh, 
do a revision of our bylaws, as we've discussed before. I thought we were almost done. And <laughs> I a gross misunderstanding of the bylaws amendment process in Western Pennsylvania. Um, Thanks, Harlan. We have a bylaws committee at Grand Lodge that has to, like, stamp its approval on your lodge's bylaws before you can change them. So I thought the sensical process was the bylaws committee would write up a proposal, would send that off to the Grand Lodge, get them to say, yes, this is okay, and then present it to the lodge, provide notice and all that to, to actually pass it. Um, I learned very recently that that's not how it works here. Uh, your lodge has to send out notice and do the whole thing about passing the bylaws, then send them to the Grand Lodge to be approved or disapproved so that if they get disapproved, you've got to do the whole notice meeting bylaws process with your lodge again until you get it right. That sounds familiar. I, yeah, I just thought of some legislation for um, for Grand Lodge next year. So what we're doing better that process is uh, we have to formally adopt the bylaws committee report as a official proposal. Um, so that's going to be fun because we're going to be talking about dues. You should come visit us, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. I need to. Um, this Saturday is not going to work. My wife's going to be out of town. But uh, I that got would kid. sound like a good reason. Oh, come on. I can't. That's I what can't grandparents bring... are for. Yeah, I can't take my kid out there. We don't that's have a grand. That's what I just said. That's what grandparents are for. Sure, you can. My They're kids play in the lodge hall all the time. Yeah, mine does too. <laughs> but not during a meeting. Mm. We have a big dining room. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, this I'm I'm ready to have a come to Jesus conversation, as my wife likes to put it. I come to well with the um, the guy I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're dissenting you officer. You could, but you're like two meetings away from being a has been. So why bother? Yeah, I know, but he's gonna do it to the next guy, and the next guy won't know. No, I it's all no. him to shut up. Yeah. Yeah, but then you'll be able to be the cranky past master, and then you can like tell him to shut up because it's okay when past masters say offensive things like that. Right. Hey, sure. Just just do what I'm doing. Once you're done done in the east, transfer to a different lodge. Well, I've, I'm pretty invested in this one. My name's on the charter. The after lodge lodge is always taking petitions. So yeah, you know. yeah, I know. Um, it's just, uh, yeah. I still have to attempted to petition you guys just for fun. You should. I will. He will accept your money. He wasn't kidding when he said that. Well, Our yeah, dues are so yeah cheap, this just though. in. <laughs> Our dudes are so cheap. Oh, oh, oh! Here's one for you, Scotty. Yo. So there have been a couple of guys arguing at my fish fry lodge because we currently have it set up that. If you work so many fish fries throughout the year or help with, you know, come out and help us bread or whatever, you work enough throughout the year, the lodge or the, the, uh, the, the fish fry, your, your dues will be paid out of the fish fry funds. Right. Well, we carry that over for a couple of guys from your lodge, the, the leading name of your lodge. Right. 
uh, who've been helping us out for years. And there are people arguing over whether or not we should be paying our lodge's dues amount, like across the board, whether you're a member of our lodge or not, or pay the dues amount for the other lodges. And I keep telling people, if you're going to go with this, because it's all guys from your lodge, I said, pay their dues. Mm -hmm. It's saving us a couple of bucks. Right. (laughs) But... Yeah, yeah. You know. like that's the argument against the everybody that's arguing against paying the other lodges dues think that you know we're going to be paying even more money and we're like no like it's it's all guys from yeah that lodge and they pay less than us what Har- what harlan say your lodges dues are criminally low yeah well, like i thought ours were low but good lord well, the only reason why that ours is so low is because, I mean, so I come from a lodge that was very small in membership, but high in the coffers because we were once the biggest, one of the biggest ones in the state. Yeah, it's fine for a lodge to have low really? dues if they got money in the bank. You can't be like us and have neither. And at the time, we didn't own a building. We paid rent. We didn't have any overhead, really. We paid for our meals, and that's about it. Um, and we, we actually had a really good treasurer that had to move down to Florida. Um, his wife passed away and moved down with their family and all that, but he would invest our money and, uh, make us money with our money. So we were able to do that. Now we had enough money to make the, the lodge that we merged with change their name and put our name as a hyphen. Now it's the secondary, <laughs> Because it's a younger lodge than theirs, but we had enough money to influence that. Um, I still love the conversation that time I visited that they would they, they that that was going to be the 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 death nail on the mergers that they weren't going to be willing to consent to that. And yeah, well, they were. <laughs> then they saw your bank account. Exactly. <laughs> huh. Yeah, right, right, right. It's kind of like any any relationship, really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he looks hideous. He's the ugliest man I've ever seen. Oh, I love this guy. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, That's see, Elon Musk. <laughs> but I, I really think this year I have challenged these guys because I've been the one wanting change. I was laughed at when I brought up the uh, Chamber of Reflection. Um, <laughs> Um, I was laughed at when I mentioned Table Lodge. <laughs> I was laughed at at a uh, officer's banquet. A what? Uh, an, off- <laughs> an officer's banquet. Just going out um, one uh, like Saturday night, Friday or Saturday night, um, and just with the officers and go out with their, uh, just us and the wives and go out. That's I've never actually. The reason you were left is because all of those are terrible ideas for an old man coffee club. Yep, <laughs> which is yeah. what. Well, I am happy yeah. to say that I am happy to say that I think that that's changing, but very slowly. Um, because that, I, I, I go ahead, Jeff. I was getting ready to say, had you all not merged, I don't think the pre-hyphen lodge would be able to say that 
No, no, I don't yeah. think they, I think they were, I think both lodges would be dead in five years if they didn't merge, to be honest, because we had money and we just didn't have the manpower. Oh, you think both of them, really? Yeah, we would have either had to find somewhere else to rent. Um, I, I mean, five to ten years, yeah, for sure. But we hmm. had enough money to keep going. As long as we had three guys to open and pay the bills, then we would we were fine. But that's not really my opinion. That's not a really a good lodge. Yeah. No. Plus, I wish you would have told me this ahead of time. Our lodge is not only for rent, but we would happily have you. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I didn't know if you guys were looking to merge and change the name and all that. Oh, no, 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 I didn't say merge. I said rent. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, no. We weren't um, We weren't looking to move. We, we enjoy, I like that building. In fact, I was entered, passed, and raised in that building. I have, I have emotional, sentimental connection to that building, but, you know, um, these Y'all guys, are other officer wasting that land, that? man. You got to do something with the land. You have so much land there. All that oh we my do gosh, is yes. cut it. All that we do is cut it and pay the sewage on it. Oh, okay. Well, well, that's a productive you, use. You, so it does also allow you to have uh, fairly decent trunk or treats. Oh yeah, we have a great trunk. You all can actually spread out. How did how did yours go? In football games. Uh, it didn't, but that'll be that's a story for after the show. Oh okay. Um, yeah, we, we had a trunk or treat, but we don't use that backfield for it. We use it for parking at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, we, this year, since it was wet, we used half indoors and half out in the parking lot. Um, I actually completely forgot about yours until the day after. Yeah. Only thing was, is that we had a pancake breakfast that morning and then we had that night, the trunk or treat. So I had to work oh, wow. both. Yeah, and the thing is too is is that I've this year I've been um, let's say called out for not being at every single event, but literally I could not be at every single event and be a dad to a two year old and hold down a full time job and all this other stuff I'm doing too with the with uh, the local police department and all that. There's no I couldn't do it. There's it. They want me at a meeting on every Tuesday. It's called Master Builders Club, which I'm at a lot of them. Um, of course, I'm at every lodge meeting unless I'm sick or something's going on. Really? Because I know another uh, past master of that lodge that I'm fairly certain was not at every Master Builders. Oh, they're not. And in fact, I know for a fact that a lot of those guys didn't, as master, go out there and cut grass like I did. Now, I only cut it a couple times, but I did it when I was asked. Because it's my lodge. I'm the master of it. You know, I I had to do what I had to do. So, um, I've put blood, sweat, and tears into my lodge this year. And I mean that blood, sweat, and tears. Um, I had to bury uh, two good masons that I know that were there when I was entered, passed and raised. Um, the first Mason I met in the, in the wild, if you will, after my EA degree, uh, I was out buying my first suit and, uh, he happened to be there and, uh, I didn't remember his name at the time, but he was, he recognized me and I recognized him and it was the neatest thing ever. Um, 
So I've had I had a very interesting year. Not to completely change the subject, but I've had a lot of really bad takeout in my life. I'm pretty sure that is the worst Chinese food I've ever consumed. <laughs> that was so hungry. So, I ate every bite of it. So there's no leftovers so, then? Well, there's some rice and some uh, pieces of chicken that were too, too like burnt, or if they were even chicken, they might have been bones. I just couldn't eat them. Um, so I might die, uh, just so everyone knows. Um, and if you're ever in Dallas, uh, it's a place called Betty's. Should have been the first sign of a mistake was going to. Yeah, no, like that. That, that should have been a, a pretty big clue, Harlan. It's called well, Betty's. I was limited on options. Of the of the four billion Chinese people that exist in the world, none of them are named Betty. Mm-hmm. Really? Funny, weren't we just talking about Kung Pao into the fest earlier? What is yes. kind of fun Betty, is uh, the, Betty, guy that, the guy that brought the food to my room could have been Jeff's twin brother. So, <laughs> um, definitely the biggest, whitest That's a huge sell. Guy I have ever met. Mm. But hey, I got a fortune cookie. Yeah. <laughs> There was a Chinese place I used to go to a lot. Uh, high school. Everybody uh, be cool. The cops are here. <laughs> What's up, Mike? But uh, they had um, two white girls, one cup, a ton of Mexicans, <laughs> and one Korean guy. Is it the one over where I live? We uh, live. Uh, no, no. You know they. I. Yes, I've also. Lived in this area long enough to know don't eat there, but I'll eat there a lot. Unless okay, they may have changed then because they used to be one of those you you weren't going to be sure if you just uh, picked up a piece of burnt chicken or a dead roach out of your rice. So are we, are we talking about Buddha or the double dragon? Because either one of those could satisfy that description. Huh. Also, yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> actually, uh, the Buddha one, uh, last last couple times I've had it, granted, it's been a while. It wasn't too bad. Uh, it's the one next to the, um, the, the little restaurant. Behind the rallies. Yeah. Uh, pause for edit. <laughs> you can't and say And three, two, you yeah, that's... Go. No... They're more jurisdiction. They're more local than I thought. Say it again, Scott. That's why I didn't say it. Alcohol off the bacteria. Um, please excuse me. <laughs> Fuck sakes. I didn't. They're, know they're, that. yeah, they're they're only in a certain portion, and I'm fairly certain they're not in Pennsylvania. Oh my bad. <laughs> I know they have checkers. I could be wrong. I don't know. Anyway. But either way, yeah, Internet yeah. Is that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm the only guy in the world that apparently likes Japanese over Chinese any day of the week and twice on Sunday. So I love sushi, what, what, man. Giggity. Oh, I am. I am what, much, what, much other than sushi. Uh, what would you consider Japanese? Food. Oh, you're talking like proper bento box. You're talking gyoza. You're talking uh, a sashimi instead of su- a sushi. Uh, huh, okay. I mean, tempura I don't know if I've ever properly had. done. What would like the the hibachi Walmart. girls? Those are usually called the uh, 
Japanese, but is that actual Japanese food? Uh, it, well, it depends. Yeah, no. We've got a proper one up where, where I live, like a proper one that's not chained. And then we got like Benihana's, which are, yeah, you know. Yeah, we've got two that are, one I know for sure is a chain, another one that I'm 99% certain, and then one that I I can't guarantee, but the one, one I can't guarantee is the one we go to because... It's funny as all all their chefs used to used to work at the chain one and left there, which the the decrease in quality of their food happens to be why we switched. I remember walking into one of the Benihanas here in my up my neck my neck of the weeds and walked in, sat down at the table, and the chef walked up and he was training and he's like, "Hello, my name is Jose." I'm like. Bye. <laughs> nothing against I nothing against the guy, but I am way too much of a snoot when it comes to Japanese that I <laughs> one of ours, the uh it was it was me and my wife and there was another couple and the other couple and the chef spent the majority of the time he was cooking talking back and forth in Spanish. <laughs> and I was I I was just like, wait, really? Well, it's like, kinda, it kind of gets me. Come on, there's a there's a local um, karate school chain here, <laughs> and you. Oh, you said chain. Yeah, it's a chain, and uh, they teach, they teach taekwondo, but the guy, the founder of it, uh, he talks about how he's a gold medalist, which he is, but he's not a gold medalist in taekwondo. He's a gold medalist in judo. So. Are they going to say like really? archery or like yeah, blow gun or he's the shot put gold medalist track and field <laughs> yeah right it, it's it's like oh okay biathlon people aren't paying money for judo but they will for taekwondo I mean take my dough yes right? yes uh, exactly okay yes. first of all yes they will he's got yeah. what four of those places and they are always full. Oh, yeah. school programs man they, they yeah just... they have like summer camp it's, it's like a daycare with some and they like... they they are i don't know if you all have looked into That's it what they all are uh, they are like, paying like a two, fortune two, for that too two of of kim's kids have been there they both have purple belts through them yeah worth here's I the mean, thing is if you can go into yeah. a place and and there's more than one location warning two if you can say hey i want to put my kid through this how much will it cost to get a black belt? And they can rattle off a number. <laughs> Warning. Yeah. No good. Any any good sensei would tell you that it's it's not about how much you put in, how much money you put into it. It's how much right. effort the kid puts into it. If the sensei looks I'm at the kid, goes, well, unfortunately, not all of them would say that. No. You don't like McDojo's? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I up for the uh, 5 a.m. combat sports place. Am I messing up my life? Aikido is not going to be great for your self-defense, but it's a good art form and it's a good uh, exercise. Good cardio. Old man joints. It, it could that? be worse for self-defense. It could be worse. It could be worse, but it's not the best. Like you're, if if you got if you're fighting like an MMA guy. You know that works out regularly and what? Anime guy? Huh? Did you just say if he's fighting an anime guy? An MMA? Michael? 
Yeah. Like, if he drops acid before the fight, fuck. he's not going to be in any shape to fight, period. <laughs> no, if you're doing it. Contest, would I be fighting? Oh, fuck, it's Akira. Run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. John, you can't run from Akira. <laughs> well, that is true. Yeah, I've seen now, that, actually. I've now, the other night when Tenchi Muyo jumped in my hotel room window, we had some problems. But, <laughs> oh, but no, God, if you're going up against a guy that, that, that trains regularly, if you're going up against a fighter, Aikido, in my opinion, isn't going to be the best bet. Well, I, so, unless I'm it's like... talking about a situation where I can't reach my gun. Right. So... <laughs> Harlan, you can't reach your toes. Also, like it's it's kind of a moot point. I don't keep my holsters in my shoe. Anybody from any discipline <laughs> is gonna say, "Well, all the other disciplines aren't as good at this thing or that thing." Oh no, 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 no! I don't. No, I don't. I think MMA fighting is very efficient. I mean, it's ground and pound. You have to be in good I, shape to do it. But. We're not like where did MMA come into it though? We're talking about well, self defense. Because Scotty knows that I need to be doing that Krav Maga course instead. So I there guess you go. That, that's in your that's in your gene pool right there. Yes, right there. yes, it is. Right there. It every Jewish stereotype there. you guys like to banter. And on. that stuff is ter- that that is terrifying to see in person. Like, yes, uh, not a real fight. It it was definitely a. Uh, I mean, it was a training, but I mean, they were going about as close to full speed as they could without killing each other. And a lot of was, elbows, Har- a lot of knees. Harlan, I was convinced you, they were going to kill each other. Harlan, you need to do Krav Maga because it's genetic for you, much like fighting with beer mugs is genetic for me. Got it. It just fits. <laughs> you go with what you're good at. And if so I the, ever found myself on the other Maga. side of angry Palestinians, I guess I would be set. So, so look. If we're on the topic of this, what style this versus what style that, it's all about what works and what goes direct to the point. It's right the fancy, there. The fancy wushu stuff and the kung fu stuff is pretty, fun, pretty and it's great for exercise. And I'm not really, I'm not even bad mouthing the parents that put their kids in that big chain karate place because they're doing something. The big chain karate place doesn't do kung fu though. There's a there's a they guy. Have, I think they have a, a guy at the awesome flea market, uh, the really awesomely big one, uh, who will teach you ninjutsu uh, for a hefty sum. How about that? Mm? Yeah. yeah, but you're just ninjutsu. talking about something for the kids to do and basic self defense. Yeah, Which, basically. like honestly, almost any style you go to, the first three to six months is going to be almost the same. Mm-hmm. Kinda, yeah. I can believe that. Except except in um, Taekwondo, your blocks are going to be out here, as where I taught you to put them here. Well, yeah, but the... I, the, the okay, but... It's, an audio podcast I, it was actually... <laughs> a, a, um, yeah, well, you could see what I was doing. So I, uh, I had a guy... Uh, he was actually the guy that was teaching me Kung Fu. Um, he was uh, whatever the belt immediately down from black belt is in Taekwondo. Brown, Brown. usually. Brown I mean, yeah, okay. He, he'd been doing it for, I mean, since he was like six years old, uh, had, and he basically, his, his take from it had, was simple as, you know, it's, it's effective, if you're fighting somebody who's fighting you from a distance, but if you're fighting anybody who's going to get up close and personal, Taekwondo is useless. 
Because, well, just like you said, well, the Taekwondo blocks are out here, not in. Well, that's like in... They're not actually protecting anything. Right. One of, first of all, one of us is about to be eaten by a dog, but I don't know who it is. Uh, it, that it was be, me. That would be the wilds of <laughs> South. <laughs> but... This area. As, as our... At this late hour. Well, as, as our uh, other fellow of the badge would obviously uh, point out probably is you know you if you're looking at a system of fighting the system of no system is what ends up working because there's so many dynamics and a sort of a physical altercation that that's why when we when i was a cop we trained in like spear system which was like a you know 40-hour crash course and we trained in ppct which was another 40-hour crash course and yep all these other bags of jacks that we all just kind of compiled together. And then basically what you just did was try to get the guy on the ground and beat the shit out of him with a trash can lid. Yeah. So, <laughs> Pretty much. That. That's effective. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that the army, the army <laughs> have fun because it makes a really neat sound. And they clank, all clank, my clank, training clank. is for not. <laughs> they, they as call an that. ASP instructor and a firearms instructor, I, I'm very much a proponent of ASP food. Right. <laughs> the, the style of what? Asp foo. It just yeah. doesn't look pretty. Uh, otherwise yeah. known as escalation karate. Yes. Yeah. Hey, uh, bang. John, I don't know if it was if it was like that back in the day, but the army, uh, you know, they just called our stuff combatives because And they sucked. There was no name for it. Well no, so so at the academy, that's that's basically what it was. Was the system of no system? It was, uh, you know, here's here's a few ways you could get this guy to the ground, but also find a broomstick or trash can lid or a, or a boot that came off of somebody and beat the snuff out of him. With that was it. It was like some sort of wacky Greco-Roman. Here, slam him on the ground. <laughs> And either step on his throat or grab the nearest blunt object and beat yeah, him. Or your bayonet if you can reach it, you know, um, just whatever is going to kill this guy the fastest and do that. It was mostly a course in engineering the fastest way to kill somebody and not worry about hey, winning. Mine included a lot of bend his elbow like this and put handcuffs on, but <laughs> right. yeah, there was other stuff too. Yeah. Well, and here's Army the thing. didn't have that. It was all stomp on his face, kill a him. Mar- a martial arts style is only going to be as good as for what you need it for, in particular, and what you're trying to do. So, if you're trying to get into a ring and fight somebody and win a championship belt, then yeah, you're going to want to work out a whole lot, do a bunch of push-ups, run that sort of thing, and do you know just do your boxing and groundwork. But if you're like for for me and my uses currently. You know, with the kata and the forums and whatnot, being able to practice on your own and learn body mechanics and uh, muscle memory so that when the situation comes, you can just pull from that toolbox and use it when you need to use it. Yeah, I'd rather go with the uh, stomp them in the face with your boot thing. That oh, you still do that. It's just, that's, that's very sharp of you. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't remember much of that, but um, I'm sure there's that little memory thing. That, that's basically how they did it. It was just like, you and you, uh, get into this box we drew on the ground and keep going until one of you cries. So, 
We didn't that get to like, that yet, Bruce. That, Sorry. that sounds like my first marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the I more than anything. I cried. I know you wanted it. You wanted it bad. My uh. Remember that stupid thing that we did with the giant Q-tips? I know you did that, John. I know they were doing that back. Oh in, like, God, the fusel sticks. Oh yeah. fuck! I oh don't even get me started. I don't know what that was supposed to teach you, but we did like five things of that. Wait, they they give you the giant Q-tips and then they put like hockey gear on you and like, all right, beat the hell out of each other. Wasn't it supposed to be like bayonet training, sort of? Yeah, it was so the same thing. I'd always heard that it was supposed to be like a way of using a bayonet. Yeah, that's what Kinda. they told us, but it was in no way. The Q-tip bounces off the guy's head. Your bayonet's not going to do that. And first of all, nobody has set a fucking bayonet in their rifle since World War One. <laughs> let's be uh, let's be honest. I'm pretty sure a bayonet charge, didn't it? No, I mean you. Uh, you still have it, but you don't. You don't want to fix it to your rifle. It's. It's just there. Well, in case you know you lose your rifle somehow and you need to pull it out and stab someone with it. Well, because it's isn't it against the Geneva Convention to use them? No. No. Oh, no. I had a friend of mine say when he was You're deployed over in Afghanistan. Um, like pretty much everybody but our guys still had bayonets affixed to their rifles. Yeah, uh, that's like the that French, is. the British, the Australians, the Indians. They that all have improved mechanism of war fighting. That's that. Okay. The, okay. the Geneva Convention is squishy. Bullet, yeah, well, that's the thing. And you mentioned fifty caliber bu- bu- bullet right on my brainwave is the fifty cal is for equipment only, and you're not supposed to use it against personnel, which is why snipers go, "Hey, look, he's wearing a canteen." <laughs> <laughs> I, hit, I, I, I hit the equipment. Just didn't factor in that the stuff that the equipment didn't stop the bullets. I'm just saying. Oops. Well, hey, look, he was issued a helmet. Goodbye. There's also the issue that you know all of the signatories who are actually going to abide by the Geneva Convention are not people we would be fighting anyway. That's quite so true. There's that. <laughs> I mean, like a couple of years ago, I would have agreed with you. In today's climate, I, who even knows? All right, we're going to war with France. Let's do it. Like literally, we almost are though, because he was just shit talking. Uh, what was it? Patriotism? Whoa, 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 whoa! Versus nationalism? What? Are we what? Get, Macron? Are we, we going to get political now? No, we're not. Are you talking not. about? Make- Emmanuel Macron from France talking shit. Love what that guy said. I love uh, I love when people get up in arms because a Frenchman is talking shit. That's- yeah, here's here's the thing. If a Frenchman is talking shit, here's one thing you have to keep in mind. Do you know why Paris has so many trees that line their avenues? Because the Germans like to march in the shade. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we have a winner. <laughs> all well and good, but if you lost basically all of your reproductive male population less than two decades ago, you probably just open the gates and let them march in too. Like, I tell you what, I've been watching Man in the High Castle, season yeah. one. Good stuff. I'm on season three. Oh, I just started it like a couple weeks ago, so good stuff. I highly recommend. It. Yeah, I think I like episode six or seven. Yeah, yeah. I was too busy watching uh, 
what is it, Rogue King or whatever it is about Robert the Bruce on Netflix? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't think Christopher Pine could play a Scotsman. Apparently, he can. <laughs> Why not? Hey, we Talk can go to war with whoever. Uh, so. We just can't get rid of uh, our Flemish red ale. So whoever <laughs> they they have to be our friends. Well, you know, I don't have anything against the Scots. It's just you still belong to the English. Meaner. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't know. They had that independence referendum recently. Which is a hell of a lot better than my former family in the northern part of Ireland ever managed to pull off. Wait, did did they actually secede? No. 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 They voted to, didn't they? Yeah, they... No, it it failed. failed. But I'd I'd be willing to see uh, how well it passes if they try it again now that Brexit... No. The Brexit vote passed. Because the Brexit vote was like the exact opposite of the independence vote. Like all of the people who were for Scottish and Scottish independence were not for EU independence. Never yeah, and vice versa. Arrogance. How did I how did I get away with <laughs> like why didn't Virginia just have like a, a Vexit vote instead of, you know, shooting that cannon off? Maybe history would have ended differently. I think them shooting the cannon off was their vote. There's Roy on the ball. Well, so, well, I had always predicted for a long time that one day somebody was going to try to leave the European Union, and it was probably going to be an important part of the European Union, and that the Union wouldn't let that happen. Uh, but it looks like they're letting that happen. Yeah, the the problem is, and I will speak as the the, the lone feigning on this show. Now that I can, now that I'm out of the federal system, I can openly admit that. Um, that's gonna the the border between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland is gonna be a. It's gonna become a bit of a problem again because it's well. been open border ever since. Um, with free travel, you have farmers that live on one side and farm their fields on the other side. Mm-hmm. I I smell troubles coming again. Oh, come on, John. Protestants and Catholics don't hate each other anymore. You would hope. (laughs) Oh, that's still a thing there. I mean, you know, there's the Catholics and then there's the guys that are wrong. But, however... (laughs) Meanwhile, the the Irish... (laughs) I I shouldn't talk. I'm probably like a dime's width from excommunication, so uh, whatever. uh, You're a mason, so yes. Yeah, I was about to say, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, those Anglicans are starting to sound kind of nice, aren't you, John? You, uh, <laughs> not too late. I like the Druids. They're nice people. <laughs> uh, I just thought maybe you'd hang out with the Irish Jewish population. I'll hang out with any Jewish population. I was the, the only unofficial member of the Jewish Student Association at Mankato State University. <laughs> they have... Jewish. Shalom, you magnificent bastards. They have any of those things there? Wait, what? Yes. 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 Believe it or not, the Hebes have made their way to the frosty north and have done well. Well, we know that uh, there's a presence down here in Texas because there's a grocery chain called the Hebe. (laughs) Uh, That was for Howard Edward Butts. I'm not even trying to hide it. Oh, is, is that what that is? 
Yes. Okay, because it, it started in San Antonio. I'm from San Antonio. It's named for Howard Edward Butts. My six-year-old <laughs> loves saying the name. Except it's <laughs> Edward Howard Butts, I think is that how he pronounces it. Yeah, but I mean, that's, you know. <laughs> he just likes saying butt. That's like my, that's oh, like my favorite I mean... line in, in Inglorious Bastards is when Hitler belts out with, Who or what is a private boots? Yeah, you haven't seen that. See that. So so the Hebe is actually a acronym. Yeah. Wow. Well, Harlan, I'm sorry to ruin your fun. It's okay. Cops are for brother. It's what cops are for. (laughs) Harlan, apparently you uh, talked to your people and move a couple of tribes into like Austin and Dallas area. Maybe. Have, y'all, have y'all not read the Book of Mormon? That's exactly what happened. It just was like two thousand years ago, right? Because when I think of because uh, when I think of theological accuracy, oh yeah, I think of the Book of Mormon. Yes. Wait, are we talking about like the 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 musical or or the? All right. Dum, dum, dum. Hold Either on. Way, I, right? I hold on. I gotta go stuff my face under this hat and read his tone. Dum 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 dum. Dude, he was only able to do that because of the mercury in the top hat. Or whatever kind of hat he was able to get his hands on out there, which, you know. Just like I'm only able to fly off the roof of my house because of the liquor content of the whiskey I drink. (laughs) (laughs) You don't take it easy with the magical underwear shaming. There's a lot of overlap between them and us. Is well, there? there is true. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They ripped us off. That's right. No. Yes. Wow. Yeah. No, there's, there's a whole lot. Rip us off. He no. Wait. Was, wasn't was spread the secret? Uh, I was about Matt. to say, wasn't he a Mason? Uh, well, well vaguely, yes. was wasn't he out of uh, Elvira? He or, in North America. Was yeah, he out joined of the Navy Lodge? So I, I would love to get a, a Utah Mason on here to actually discuss this. But yes, one. Joseph Smith was a, if I remember, Joseph, both Joseph Smith and Brigham Young were both Masons. Yes. However, from my recollection, and mind you, I'm two Crown Royale vanillas in, uh, my recollection is Joseph Smith started to make essentially clandestine Masons left, right, and center, and then he was, how shall I say, uh, vigorously escorted from the state of Illinois well, isn't that <laughs> to how which they met, went west. Isn't that how he met Brigham Young? He made him a clandy? A clandy? Yes. And then, like... Well, hold on. So, so, to set the story in context, like, everybody was a clandy back then. That's... That's just... Yeah, but the Mormons Albert even more Pike so. was not a clandy, and that's why you hear me stick them. There, the there were so many Grand Lodges and the Green Mills, especially when you got into like high degree stuff. It was, it was, it was chaos. It was yeah, chaos. Well, that, and that's Guys. why Scottish Rite compiled all that. Guys, but, yeah. did you know? Did you know George Washington was a Mason? Oh fuck, where's Nick? Shot it. Wait, <laughs> the guy that invented peanut butter? No, no, no. That's... <laughs> no, he... but him too. No, 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 no. He couldn't have been. He didn't have teeth. No, 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 no. Wait, Carver had teeth. I went no, over no. to the Grand Landscaper's house and he gave me this. Oh my yeah, god. See, no. Gosh. All he what gave me was a yang. Tell you is he tried to give it to seven of us first. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have one. 
All right, Scotty, this is what I need you to do with that giant portrait of George Washington for our audience that can't see it. You see the likeness? Yes. I, I want you to hang that on the wall between Superman and the Guy Fox mask. Which Scotty. Superman? Oh, right, because there's multiples. Scotty, uh, hang I, it over I, Superman I, because he is much more important than Superman. Uh, yeah. yeah. Scotty, I, I will point out in, in contrast is I, I visited my future potentate and he gave me this. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Can you say what these things are? Because this is an audio show. Well, okay. <laughs> right. So, so the, for the people in the back of the bus, I just flashed, surprise, surprised, a bottle of whiskey. But it's vanilla, so points lost. It's still whiskey. I, I, wa I want to hate it, but you know what? I just can't. <laughs> well, I did a quick Google to verify that the peanut butter George Washington was, uh, was in fact a Freemason as well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, George Washington Carver, he was a Prince Hall. I knew that intuitively, but I had to, had to fact check first. Yeah. Um, yes. So that's what I'm going with from now on. When when somebody says George Washington was a Mason, the after lodge response is the peanut butter guy. I kind of want to get a T-shirt with his face on it and say, "Did you know George Washington was a Mason?" I kind of like that. I think we might have to do that for a the after lodge logo. Can we have somebody <laughs> Photoshop the uh, infamous Washington as a Mason painting that's in every lodge in the United States? But with George Washington Carver, and his uh, which 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 painting of Washington? Any of them? Yeah, the, the past. Well, more than one. The one the, that's like clearly him. No, oh, no, no okay. My, uh, the one that's in our lodge. Like five. Okay, feet I, I, I didn't. I, or my feed cut out, so I wasn't sure which one you were talking about. Yeah, I, I agree with that. We're talking about the one at the Scottish Rite Temple. Now, you see, the joke is that there is no George Washington portrait at the Scottish Rite Temple because he was a Jesuit hack. But anyway. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? How dare you talk about the inventor of peanut butter? Like he was the founding father of this great nation. How dare you? And peanut butter. And peanut butter. You know, our founding fathers were great men. They were not without flaw. Have you ever heard of Ben Franklin? Arlen? What? Back on the shelf? I have it full of Mackie. Fuck right off. Wait, I want to know why Harlan's upset. I don't get it. Because I've just been defeated. Just back away from the table. Well, so Albert Pike and Albert Mackey were kind of different. They went along different forks of the Masonic Road. I mean, they, they were, were really both. the same guy. It was an all. Mackey was his pen name. Well, so, so uh, let, me <laughs> let me let me simplify this for Scotty. Wait, what? There's Superman and there's Bizarro, and so Bizarro was Albert Pike, and uh, oh wait, was that out loud? Sorry, uh, Mackie was <laughs> another grand author that they, uh, similar but different. Okay, it's just Mackie was more. Well, Bizarro's a polar opposite, so your analogy sucks. Well, because so, DC no, sucks, and I hate DC. What do you want for nothing? Macarena, DC, kind of like Superman and Guy Fox. Yeah, See, I think no, no, the, no, no, no. The Flatfoot's actually got it right. It's it's very much a DC versus Marvel thing. Now y'all just trying to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Flatfoot anymore. Hey, 
Yeah. Think, as a recovering one, you I can tell you that. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so the same but different. What you're saying? Uh, yeah. In the sense that, like, Guy Fox was was like you know Brother Pike and the the buttoned up Captain America type hero. Well, not Captain. I can't say that because we're talking about comics. Uh, the the truth, justice, American way guy um, would would be the Albert Mackie. The Albert Mackie. We're stretching this metaphor pretty thin, but yes, gotcha. we are. Dark Not only are we stretching this thin, we're, we're kicking the sack. So you had a guy that was more mainstream, and one another guy that was a little bit more esoteric. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. That'll um, work. Either well, way, Red wouldn't have been a fan of my Jesuit hack allegations at the first president. <laughs> I just, uh, I just actually bought uh, Meanings of Masonry. It just came in today, so I'm gonna start reading that. Nice. Yeah. So now that my year is almost up, I'll uh, be able to expand my knowledge. So hey, uh, just so you know, John, I mean that. The, the Jesuits have come a long way in a couple hundred years. They went from the presidency to the uh, to the Vatican. Well, you know, oh. considering as somebody who almost joined them about a dozen years ago, yeah, I understand. Yeah, they uh, they have a lot of influence now. Yeah, well, let's not get hasty. It's just the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Pope's all great and happy in Europe, but as soon as he gets to this side of the ocean, it's like, meh. It's spiffy. It's like, why don't you just send us, I don't know, like Gaelic Storm or some other kitschy act from the from Europe, and we'll think about the same way and just, oh, that's swell, and yeah, great. Thanks for visiting. I think I've read yeah. something where the Pope <laughs> canceled, like, the votes of the bishops that are, he like, did. yeah. He canceled the votes of the bishops of the United States. Yeah, because they're the ones going after the... Uh, Abuse the, uh, the kitty diddlers? Yes. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. The the Pope canceled the American bishops because the American bishops are trying to take down the pedophiles. Well, so because of and okay, so one recovering Catholic, two cursory uh, research into the area, and three three sheets of the wind. But the the Pope apparently has struck the voting rights of the American bishops when it comes to any sort of anything because of their collaboration with law enforcement officials within the United States with yeah. their investigations to naughty behavior. Because the church yeah, is really protecting them it's because they were them. Well, I mean... Of all the progressive things the Pope has done, I would think stopping the kitty diddling. Well, you, would, you would think. To be fair, he's not opposed to stopping the child molestations. It's He also opposes the church abdicating any kind of secular authority. And that's basically what they did. That's exactly it. The Pope does not want to take a, a knee to the courthouse. So you're yeah. saying he picked the lesser of two evils. Basically. Yes. You know, when you when you answer to God, you really care about the Attorney General of the United States is sort of the idea. Yeah. So his opinion is the bishop should have been kneeling to him and not to the AG's office. Um, yeah. Basically, it. Except in the United States, we don't have any such 
sanctity of the church. So they didn't have much of a choice. It was when you have know, plenty of AGs. You guys can cooperate. Yeah. Solution to that would you just be to defrock the priests. Well, so issue. yeah, I mean, I guess uh, he has that authority, but think of the repercussions, man. Well, like that's that it. Be, is, is that would I mean, be monumental. That would be something that's never been done. An archbishop, from my recollection, can defrock a, a priest, or at least petition to have a priest defrocked. Now, right. in, to do that admits some culpability of error, and then you tie that into papal infallibility, and things right. get fuzzy and hazy, and we need to make it look good. How and you, then there's problems. How does that even work theologically? Like you give the guy the power of absolution, you can't then unabsolve him of something. But I'm so confused. No, he I has don't know. My understanding is I've, I've, only I've the Pope is the absolute, though. isn't it? That's not but, saying he's infallible. But no, no. The Pope is when he's doing something. No, 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 no. Not the Pope. The 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 rest of the priests. Yeah, but can't they just absolve no. themselves and there's nothing to defrock them for? Well, that is Does entirely the actually every priest. So, so okay, hold on. Before you say this, pay to Caesar what is Caesar and pay to God, which is God's. Yeah, that's not... Well, that, yeah. being, that being said, even, even though you have been forgiven by God, it means you, now you still need to pay your debt to Caesar. Yeah, except when you're when you're Saint Peter, you no longer care about Caesar either, because you are Caesar. That's yes. But I'm yeah. talking about stateside. Well, right. Except, except when Jesus said that, Caesar hadn't yet become the Pope. So, or the Pope Caesar. Like, like the Church and State merged uh, about 300 years after that guy died. So, yeah. But the philosophy is still the same. Right. Give unto Caesar what is Caesar. So give unto God what's God's and give unto the Pope what is the Pope's. Right. So you, if you get your absolution spiritually, now yeah. you have to pay uh, man's law, essentially. No. No. no because Caesar in this context is the Vatican. Yeah, no, this, is, this is 100% religion based. It's Man yeah. isn't even relevant. Yeah. So in in the in the proper catechism and, and eyes of the Catholic Church, man's law obviously is second to the law of God. God's emissary on earth per the Catholic Church is the man who sits and the man, unfortunately, who sits in the throne or the chair of Saint Peter, which is currently Pope Benedict. Francis. Francis, not Benedict. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Francis. You are a lapsed Catholic. God, you're a terrible oh. Catholic. No, no. I'm the a drunk one. Catholic. John, you better not go back He's to a bad Catholic. the papal authority of Her Majesty. No, no, no. That's, oh, fuck Her Majesty, first of all. Once and second of all. <laughs> second of all, I'm being a proper Irish Catholic, and I'm three whiskeys in. So, and Benedict, <clears throat> he, he's an afterthought. But yeah, sorry. Pope Francis who I had a lot of hope in as a now recovering Catholic. Um, hope and change. Okay. You had some hope and change. I had some hope, hope and change and a couple of bucks. Um, but he's the guy that made the retort is the Pope Catholic not funny anymore because there are Catholics. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> right. No. 
Um, I have a, a relative by marriage who I think is one of those who's like, I, I think all, the Pope is Catholic. First of all, I, I, I'm looking at the picture of Mike Black Lab, and I think that has a lot more uh, plausibility than the current Vatican. Because um, much like a Black Lab, the Vatican just kind of goes after shiny things. Going <laughs> yeah, wow. see, there we go. Well, uh, before Sorry, uh, all I saw was a dog chewing on somebody's hand, and I'm like, oh, oh. that was a miss. Before uh, this, uh, oh, shot it. This podcast comes to the <laughs> eventual close for the evening. I wanted to hey, invite. Hey, Tarlin ideas. I wanted. Well, I wanted to. That's getting late for me. Vegas, at least. Vegas? I wanted to invite all the all the local guys to my last meeting as master and it'll be December 20th at my lodge. Mm. Mm. December 20th? Meetings backwards from us. Like our Grand Lodge is in December. Well, actually now January. And, and then the lodge's year begins in what, June? Yeah, but Texas is... Sorry to me. A clusterfuck. So, I mean, what, that dog come from? Where are you getting dogs Texas from? This is special. Say what? I don't think I'm going to be able to make your last meeting. Okay. Don't be mad. I, Texas I, nationalism upright again. <laughs> and I've got a decent sized dog, and you've got a cat. <laughs> okay. To my, in, my defense, in my defense, yes, two out of my three dogs are the size of toasters. My big one's just upstairs and very lazy. My pit bull's Look. asleep over there. But yeah. Any, any yeah dog, my, my lab's any, any sleeping at my wife's feet. No, I can't argue against that. I understand completely and I, I concur. However, so I have a, a wife. Cat that you yes, it, it, it is a, a canine cat. I have two of them, a father-son team, but yeah, that's that's. It. I have a feline yeah. dog. Fuck you. She, so the, she plays the, fetch and everything. The Saint Bernard that came the Chinese delivery guy to my door is still in my bathroom. So, <laughs> <laughs> or is it in your stomach? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's I don't cat. know what's in my stomach. <laughs> okay, is it still moving? Harlan, I want you to stick your head out the window. And listen quietly, and, and just focus. And if you hear a lot of barks and no meows, you're gonna have a problem with your dinner. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just I'm looking out for you. I will take offense to that, even though I can not answer whether or not there were lots of cats behind the restaurant. <laughs> Mike, I asked you about this place I ordered the food from when you were. I told there. you not to go to a place called Betty's. What? Not a Chinese hell? place called Betty's. In Harlan's defense, he had already ordered before he asked you about it. No, 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 no. But he should have been smart enough. This man graduated law school, and he was not smart enough to avoid a Chinese place called Betty's. Just saying. No, no. A couple weeks ago. For lunch, I went to Kroger to get my my salad like I normally do, and uh, they had sushi because they have sushi at this one because it's fancy. Anyway, pretty good sushi, but it's 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 expensive normally for lunch. Except like the lady was there making sushi, and they had the clearance boxes. And it was like, <laughs> 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 grabbed the clearance sushi. And so what you mean is you 
you got a bowel clearance kit. <laughs> and everything yeah. was fine. Everything was fine. <laughs> no, no, no. That tuna is way too expensive. What do you have on clearance? Making sushi at the counter was a difficulty. And I said, okay, I'm probably fine. And then I got this and left. Excuse me, ma'am. What is the oldest raw meat that the FDA is legally allowed to, for, for me to buy? Can I get that? He said, ooh, these boxes right here for the next 22 minutes. Pardon me. What's the soup du jour? It's the soup of the day. Hmm, that sounds good. I think I'll have that. <laughs> Ma'am, where's the it's so good section of the sushi? <laughs> where's the what? Where's the it's still good section? <laughs> that that would be something they got from around the nuclear plant because it's probably glowing and it'll be marginally safe from bacteria, but yeah. just not from you know. I, I went. I went to you a very small. I don't know what? You guys know where we source the donuts at our breakfast buffet from, right? Hmm. Uh-huh. A donut store? Maybe you know we don't eat the donuts. We say that on the air, Harlan. Yes, actually, it's it's a donut shop. It's just the donut shop only serves, you know, fresh made that day stuff. So we get the stuff they made the day before, and that's what we have at our breakfast. There's there, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a difference between a okay. There's a difference between a fucking glazed a day old donut and five hour old sushi. Tuna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's I went to thing. the donut has never had a fucking pulse. <laughs> There's the first hey. warning sign. Hey, let, uh, let me ask you this, Harlan. Did uh, c- considering everything that's gone on, have you had any experience with the gentleman of the evening yet? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Is that wait? Is what? that the that the Thai guy that I saw last maybe night? were they were they winking at you? Um, were they, were they what you would call a lady boy? Wait, wait, wait! You're not talking about the hookers over on Denton Street, are you? Or, or not Denton, uh, uh, Harry Hines. No <laughs> I, I'm just curious. Just making sure you didn't send your wife the, the live link, did you? Uh, I did. <laughs> but no, she was, she, that was the night she jumped on the show when I walked back from the Mexican place over there at this. Oh, I remember that. Place. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. Very friendly ladies just hanging out. And I had some idea what they were doing. And then Mike was the one who, like pop ladies. Like, yeah, they weren't ladies. <laughs> oh, about six three. Hands the size of a basketball. <laughs> oh, no, they're on the other side of the team, it could be a point place. guard for the Rockets. You know, I thought it was in Texas. Mm. Everything's bigger in Texas. Twenty dollars. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's great. <laughs> And then we started talking about ordering pies uh, and also food. And then my wife popped onto the food because somehow I sent her the wrong link. And then I was like, oh, oh, hey, honey. Uh, yeah, yeah that was the night you ordered the cream of Sung Young Man, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got the, uh, the, the happy platter. He actually got the cream of Sung Young Guy. <laughs> Oh, I'm I, sorry. Uh, well, what's the? Uh, well, actually, what's that the night I ended up. Uh, I ended up getting Chinese food from another place that sounded not Chinese at all. So, well, like like Bob's Hut of <laughs> chopsticks, because yeah. you just ordered a Chinese from a place called Betty's. 
I if do. it's not a 1950s burger shop, you don't order anywhere, anything from any place called Betty's. Well, I mean, unless uh, it's a whorehouse, then you might be okay. Oh, Maybe. so there's a, there was another place that I thought about going before you know you guys talked me into being on the podcast. Uh, what, called the, what was it, that like? Seamus's house of th? it was called the Twin Peaks. Which until I yeah. looked at the photo, I uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, they have biker shootings at the Twin Peaks. Yeah, uh, yeah. They also on their website have like all of these like chicks in their underwear carrying chicken wings around. Mm. But I don't mean like hooters, and like, shorts and shirts. I mean like literal okay. like lingerie. So, so Mike, Mike, I've, been, I've I've been to Austin. Mike, do you guys have bone daddies in your neck of the weeds? Uh, there, there's the bone daddies over, over here somewhere. I, I, uh, okay, go pick the heeb up and bring him there for barbecue because he can't apparently find a fucking thing to eat that won't kill him. I gave him I told you I went to Chicago last night. That's reasonably safe. Yes, but you didn't eat, you drank. You guys, no, no, I, I, yeah. I, I, I had to, I had to look up Twin Peaks and I just want to say, yeah, their just banner look. says, Welcome to the Lodge Mentality. Yeah. Ooh, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lodge mentality. Yeah. yeah uh, not not uh, that kind of lodge. Never mind. I'm out. More of a mountain lodge. I tried. Oh. Usually, somebody leaves with a broken back. So, like, like mountain lodge, like men or men are cheap or scared kind of mountain lodge. Is that what we're shooting for? That's what I always assumed. Bruce, I tried to tell you last year, the whole year, that if we got like some Hooters girls to, to do our dinners, that lodge attendance would be no problem. Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to have to let y'all go. You did? Y'all have a good evening. Uh, All right, bro, thank you. Good seeing you again, brother. Thank y'all for Stay safe. You too. The people in Dallas are freaking crazy. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, it's Lodge. No, oh, man, there's but, no yeah, peaks We, we There's uh, not came to the realization that the discretionary funds would be going to them instead of to the box on the table, which is why we didn't do that. Wait, wait, wait. We're talking about who's girls and boxes on tables. Yes. Um, yeah, the box on the table being our fund where the dinner money goes. I wanted to hire some Hooters type girls, not actually like Hooters, maybe, I don't know, whoever we could hire to serve dinner at our lodge. Eastern Star. <laughs> Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> what he just said. John, now I don't know if it's the truth. And that's when John got fired from the After Lodge podcast. Right. <sighs> so I think I, I think I just need to go in the bathroom and do the old like finger maneuver and just get this over with because I feel like it's <laughs> like, wow. cut out the middleman. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no point in sitting around waiting on it. May as well just, like, get this going. Awesome. So you basically rented the few, the food is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess. It was it was so terrible. Like, I don't know. I was so hungry because I haven't Wait, eaten it. And, and so I ate it because it was here. And, and You are yeah. such an officer. Why did you keep eating it, though, is what I'm going to do. No, no. You ate it for, like, 20 minutes. This is why, because here's here's why. A grunt would eat his own boot. An officer will eat whatever's in front of him, because it's hot. Yes. Basically. And he's both. (laughs) (laughs) 
good time. <laughs> I was trying to get the Panda Express, but the, the card wasn't working for Grubhub for some reason. So, I'm, uh, I'm still confused by this gourmet ramen noodle shop yeah, shit. But they don't deliver. I would actually have to walk over there. I couldn't be on the show. And I wasn't going to wait till we were done recording the dinner. Saying like you, like, I, I just, I don't know. Okay, so it's a gourmet ramen noodle shop. Hey, look, I have an artisan-made jockstrap. It's the same thing. <laughs> what? Yeah, except I love ramen noodles. But one's artesian. I do, too. However, artesian and ramen noodle, much like velvet and banana hammock, probably shouldn't be in the same sentence. <laughs> and we go back to the banana hammocks. I'm so sorry, dear listeners. Apparently, I have a problem. I'm not. So John, um, <laughs> you have a solution. To have you become a member of our lodge, and I would do it without hesitation, I would caution you that that would then subject you to the jurisdiction of our purple people leaders. Wow. So, uh, think on that one. <laughs> well, if that's ever a negative selling point, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> well, just like that you can get away with seeing things like that, that Bruce and I can't. My saving grace is my grand secretary, who's known me for years, knows that this is me when I'm not on the podcast. So, I mean, he's just kind of pats me on the head and says... All right, just don't do anything overly stupid. So, yeah. oh, uh, Bruce, I'm, I'm wearing a tux to lodge on Saturday for this bylaws debacle. Debacle. Uh, <laughs> just, just so I, I would, I would not come except I feel like you're going to need somebody else on on your side. And, and yeah, I'm going to need somebody to hold the door shut while I make my getaway. <laughs> <laughs> You need that bridge between, you know, them and you. Well, that's what you and Jeff are for. Exactly. I'd feel for your hurling, but Saturday. Yeah, I do have the spear. Oh, right. How's that going? How how is life? Uh, you got your your bottom rocker yet? The hell Who? is going on? Who what in the world? Who keeps shaking their dog? Uh, it's that same hard in the back. Sorry, guys. That's right. So you all had your dogs. I thought I'd get my dog. My dog is just noisy, and that's it, dude. You saw the the, the portable rodent I just held up. So, yeah, right, John. You got your bottom rocker yet? You uh, you oh for widow sons? Yeah, because all the guys that are in charge of the widow sons are members of my honor guard. Mm. You're already done. You had to do the whole getting drugged behind the Harley thing and. I already took my oath and everything else. I just haven't been branded. <laughs> All right. Well, that means you might be right down to uh, to that. Uh, well, 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 that Pennsylvania thing that we'll talk about after the show. Um, yeah. So. Hey, spring. I'm looking for taking a. I want to take a road trip on the bike. So. Yeah, yeah. Come visit us. Hey, hey. Spring is probably the best time. Yes. As long as you are okay with completely unpredictable weather. Yeah. Fucker, where do I live? <laughs> you have to not here. 
I think what he means, John, is that your weather is consistent. You know, when winter comes, well, there's just snow and snow and more snow. Well, there is that. Yeah. Yeah. Snow. Uh, out here in western Pennsylvania, it might be 90 degrees on Christmas Day, and then you have an ice storm on New Year's Day, and it's just, you never know. What do you mean? It might be 90 degrees on Christmas Eve and an ice storm on Christmas Day. Yeah, or and, both on Christmas and Day. And then tornadoes. I was about to say. Right. <laughs> Or 90 in the morning and snowing at night. Actually, that happened, uh, that happened last year. Thanksgiving a few years ago. Uh, it, was <laughs> it was like really warm. It and it was like it was really warm and nice when I went to work that morning. Yep. And when we were coming home from my uncle's after dinner, it was snowing by the time we got home. That was last year. I remember so, that. That last year? Mike. Oh, it's happened. To, it happened a couple of years ago, too. The, but yeah. Uh, let me know when y'all get three foot of snow on Halloween. No, we got no, the, last time we got three feet of snow was like in the early nineties. We don't get well, that. And I'm sure that's counting. Yes, I remember ago. that one. No, there was one year where it got bad. It shut the whole state because down. Because my mom. All of Pennsylvania ground to a halt. And up in my neck of the weeds, the Halloween 91 is still a thing of infamy. It was three feet of snow in 12 hours. Wow. Our, ours is, was it February of? 94. Is it 94? I was thinking I 93, but yeah. It should, you know what? It should snow like a bastard in February. The only my thing in February was, is Valentine's Day and fuck that. My dad was called out. Well, see, the trick is, is that was like the last time we got uh, three feet of snow. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. That February. Hmm. That's uncommon here. We usually get you know a foot at a time, and then it melts, and then you'll get another yeah. foot. And that might happen two or three times the whole season. And that's if you. That's if it even comes down to foot. Three feet of snow is usually yeah our entire season. Okay. At one point this year, I'm gonna get hammered, and I'm gonna podcast from my front yard in three feet of snow. Can you build do it? Awesome. What's that? Build an igloo and mount a moose. <laughs> uh, While wearing can, a banana hammock. I can, well, don't, oh, you're getting me excited now. I'm going to play with my nipples a little bit. <laughs> Has to be sad. Uh, my wife just popped up looking over my monitor, just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can ride a moose, but I'll have to take about a four-hour drive. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to lean in and take one for the team. All right. Well, we appreciate you thusly, John. Just, so, just remember uh, me while I die. Does anybody else have any any tidings to bring before this, uh, whatever this has been? Uh, uh, I, I do I, not, and I am quite certain you need to get to the toilet before that food comes up naturally. <laughs> so, oh, it's 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 gonna be a it's gonna be a two ender. That's that's what bathtub for. chicken that ended up with a who flung poo. Oh, I don't know. Can you guys hear my stomach through the microphone? <laughs> no, but I can feel it. No, but we can hear it in your voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. listen to that song to despair. Hmm. I've never seen you that particular shade of green. It looks good <laughs> on you. Uh, you only live once, Bruce. Oh, wait. Yeah, I have. Never mind. <laughs> oh, no, oh, it, oh, oh, we for, 
for 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 our listeners, if, if if to give you the image in your head is if Harlan was clenching his sphincter any tighter, he could probably make a diamond out of coal. Because boy, he looks uncomfortable. And that's what you get for ordering Chinese from a place called Betty's. I <laughs> wear sense of adventure, John. Uh, I think I'm going to name this episode of the podcast for those guys. Uh, <laughs> this 214th episode of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the photo this morning. After Google has said it's irrelevant. Uh, you can shoot us an email at afterlodge.gmail.com. Hang out with us. Hey, don't forget to call us and leave a message because Harlan still hasn't taken that phone number out of our uh, show notes. Or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or apparently now on Scotty's Vimeo channel. and Twitch.tv. Oh, yeah, okay. I we need to set up a phone line for people to leave messages because that's going to be fun. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, no, that we used to have that, and the phone number is still in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Nobody calls it. Uh, Twitch.tv, Leo Laporte. No, that's Twitch.tv. Never mind. Um, Tech TV. Yes, Twitch.tv. That's Twitch.tv. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so I'm going to hit them up with <laughs> And we will see you brothers next week. <laughs> John, I think you're breaking Bruce. <laughs> Bye. Later. Sludger. Uh-